Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Happy Sunday, everybody. Just Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. We're here every Sunday talking the game of baseball, talking the game of fantasy baseball, talking whatever the heck we want to talk about. And our wandering co-host, the great Tim McLeod, is back at home. Tim, welcome back. Thanks, Rich. It's nice to be doing a show on Sunday. At least I think it's Sunday, isn't it? I think so, Tim. I think we're finally back to normalcy, though. I don't know. Next Sunday, I... I don't know if I can do it next Sunday. I've got a, an event I've got to go to on Saturday evening. I don't know if we're coming, driving back on Sunday or I don't know. So we might have to play that one by year. But I'm glad you're back. How many miles did you do? Uh, 7,800 kilometers. Timmy, Which I, I, is... what is that? 20,000 miles? I have no idea what is that. <laughs> a worldly gentleman like yourself. I'm sure you would have had that converted <laughs> in your noggin, right? Right off the bat. You, you're going to force me to actually That's break like 4,600 miles, something like that? Yeah, it's a little bit less than 5,000 miles. Yeah, yeah. 8,000 is roughly 5,000. So, yeah, about 47, 4,800 miles. Oh, good for you. Wow. So, any car troubles? Everything worked out okay? Yeah, everything was fine. No car troubles. Just about got into an accident on 101, which was not a whole lot of fun. Some Yahoo with a half ton but had rolls of insulation in the back and they hopped out and at 70 miles an hour everybody hit the brakes there was what they were as wide as a lane and they had to have been about three feet in circumference uh fairly lengthy so you know what it's like when you're on 101 and all of a sudden something's blocking your way and everybody locks up their brakes yeah yeah it, yeah not good no, definitely not good. But other than that, hey, the car performed fine. It just I just put it on cruise at 45 miles an hour and just hummed out. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it was 45 miles an hour, Timmy. We, we know your uh, proclivity to uh, uh, press on the gas pedal. Now, so the, uh, now I, I, I have the, the fortune of being having your phone number and we can talk during your long trip and text message yeah. each other. And I got you going through Iowa and I simply asked the question, have you had your big brownie Sunday with sprinkles on it, Timmy? And Tim responded, I think it was Wednesday we talked, Timmy. And you yep. said it was that evening. And Tim sent me a text message of the, <laughs> of the artery blocking uh, hot fudge Sunday, Timmy. Was it good? Uh, Rich, it was good to the last bite. You cannot beat a brownie with chocolate swirl ice cream, okay, hot fudge sauce, uh, low-cal whipped cream I sacrificed, and a double dose of sprinkles. It, it, it was just primo. You, now, you are, the saw sprinkle, the are the sprinkles extra, Tim? You have to be extra for that, or does that come with it? Well, no, it's uh, actually, uh, it's self-serve. It's a, it's a buffet, at a casino, casino resort uh, that I like to stop in for lunch every once in a while. And you make your own. Uh, I actually wow. built this in moderation. Usually I get a piece <laughs> of chocolate cake, but I just got the brownie. I sacrificed. 
Well, Tim, you should post this picture out there for all to see. Uh, moderation is not, not the word that comes to mind, my friend. <laughs> well, I, the only comment I got from you was that that happy face laughing with tears. So I, I'm assuming you approved. <laughs> I do, Timmy. I do. So uh, have you had a chance to, I mean, you've been driving forever. Had a chance to watch any of the baseball games at all? Uh, I've watched bits and pieces. Uh Definitely caused, caught last night because I got home uh, late Friday, but mainly just bits and pieces. We uh, went in Arizona uh, a couple of the evening games. Uh, we strolled over, uh, myself and Peter Kreutzer, uh, strolled over to a Hooters one night. Oh. Just, just, it was the closest bar we yeah, knew it would have yeah, to sure, be. Yeah, sure, Tammy, cheese. Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay. We don't have, we don't have things like that up here, Rich. Oh, <laughs> Tim, Tim, Tim is all excited at the Hooters. That's too funny, Timmy. Oh yeah, yeah. I I just used my map quest to get us there. And... Oh yes, and you went uh, how many miles out of way, out of the way to get there, Tim? Actually, so. it was only about three minutes away from Talking Stick. Oh really? Was, yeah. So basically, we caught the end of one of the. One of the evening games, and then strolled over and caught the ending of another uh, of the playoff games. But for the most part, uh, I just caught bits and pieces up until uh, last night. And last night was amazing, wasn't it? I mean, Timmy, that, let's start with that. It just uh, an amazing game. I mean, it was it was late. I know mm-hmm. here I was I was dead tired. I'm still trying to get over this cold, and my mm-hmm. eyes were closing. And then you know I thought the Astros going to win, and the DJ LeMay who hits the home run, you're like, oh mm-hmm. no, they're going to go into overtime, extra yeah. innings, and and then Jose Altuve did what Jose Altuve does. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty amazing, Rich. Have you seen some of the memes out there where they've reversed the size on Judge and Altuve? <laughs> I thought that was stuff. awesome, Timmy. I saw that. I think it was posted on uh, on Justin's site, and uh, okay. it was it was fantastic. Yeah, the big uh, the little man turned out to be the big man, and good for Jose Altuve, and uh, yeah, good good for the Astros. Hey, man, you know what? The Yankees played hard. They played they played well. They just ran into a team that was just a little bit better on that given day. And, uh, hey, Game 7, it would have been Garrett Cole. But in a one-game situation, you never know what can happen. So, hey, I take my hat off to the Yankees. They played hard. They did indeed. But uh, I think you said it best, the little man did it big. And, and Tim, you know, look, I'm a huge Jose Altuve fan. Everybody knows Mm -hmm. that. But Mm -hmm. the reason, part of the reason I am, I I did spend a little bit of time with him when he was coming through the minor leagues. I had a chance to talk to him Mm -hmm. several times. I'm sure he doesn't remember nor knows who I really am. But I thought he was a quality individual when I met with him. But what we saw after that game, two things that resonated with me, Timmy. The first was, as soon as the game was over, I don't know if you watched, he kind of ran into the dugout, right? And it's like, Mm -hmm. where's he going? And then he came back out maybe 30 seconds later with the T-shirt on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And so he's being interviewed by Ken Rosenthal. And the first question is, where'd you go? (laughs) And I thought it was so real because he said, last time this happened, I told the guys not to rip my shirt because my wife yelled at me. So I went and put the shirt away so it wouldn't get destroyed. And it's like, here's a guy that has the presence of mind to go, what I definitely don't want to do, even though I'm, all this euphoria is going on, is get yeah. is get yelled at by my wife. So let me go hide this shirt that's probably extremely valuable and mm. uh, and and put it away so that I don't get yelled. at. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, that that is so cool. <laughs> uh, with everything going on around him, like you said, fifty thousand people jumping up and down and screaming. His teammates in euphoria. And he's got the presence of mind to realize he doesn't want to be in the doghouse. So he exactly. Took business. <laughs> exactly. And, I, and I'm sure that maybe yeah. the wife wants to sell it or whatever. I mean, who who knows? But I thought that was really funny. And then his his comments, Timmy, I thought were spot on because he said, look, you know, you guys think I won the game, but I didn't. You know, look, if 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 Brantley wouldn't have caught that ball, if Springer wouldn't have got on base, if the pitchers wouldn't have kept us in the game, then the home run would have been nothing. And, you know, that to me, that's that's the right thing to say. And a guy who knows what to do and knows what to say, and that's why he is one of the more popular guys in the game. Well, yeah, I can still remember you mentioning on the podcast 
this guy that you think is going to be great. And I remember, I remember you saying, yeah, he's what, five, six or something like that. And I think I broke into laughter, if I'm not mistaken. If you saw him next to Ken Rosenthal, who says he's five, four, they're the same, they're the same height. So, but I, I can, I can remember when you were all over him, when he was still in the low minors and good for you. You, you nailed that one right to a T rich and he's a class act and a very, very good baseball player. Yeah, I totally agree, Timmy, but let's, let's talk about, a, a, a guy that I also like a lot who has been not very good, and that's your Air Jordan, Jordan Alvarez. You can call it whatever. Timmy, it's been bad, Jordan. I mean, he has looked terrible. One hit and 22 at-bats, 12 strikeouts, and Tim, it is the same pitch that's getting him out every time, down and inside, and a pitch that he handled throughout the season and parked it very, very far, and all of a sudden his swing's gotten long. Not sure what's happened to him. You know, they, uh, AJ Hinch is saying he's not getting caught up in the moment. It's a mechanical issue, but Tim, it's not good. Well, you know, if this means he falls to the sixth round, I won't be depressed. How's that, Rich? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good yeah. question. I mean, is this a U Darvish moment? Remember, U Darvish was terrible a couple of years ago, and it was foretold how bad he was going to be the following year. Is is because I think Tim Weber, our, our, our good friend Tim Weber posted out like does this drop him next year if he continues particularly through the world series uh no i don't i don't think it affects him one bit i think we're looking at a 22 year old kid with 300 at bats who's in a slump it happens you know the best of ball players and veteran ball players go into slumps it's part of the game uh you know hey pitchers adjusted he adjusted right now pitchers have the upper hand but I don't have any concerns as far as his skill set moving forward. He'll make the adjustments needed and pop 40 home runs next year. Yeah, but it's I think you would agree it's been it's been bad. Oh yeah, it it hasn't been good, but you know, hey, if people are talking about uh, dropping him down two three rounds, uh, I'll wait the two three rounds and gladly take him. Yeah. It's probably not going to happen to me. It rarely does. Uh, yes. But, I mean, it, it's it's been disappointing for sure. And you got to give the Astros a lot of credit. It wasn't until his last at-bat that they finally pinch hit for him and they brought in Diaz. But and they've been sticking with him. And, you know, that just shows you the confidence they have in the kid and the fact that they hope he's going to turn it around. Well, yeah, and you know, based on what he's what, what he's done in his minor league career this year, before the call up and the call up, yeah, it, he's real. There's no doubt about it. And why wouldn't they stick with him? You know, they realize much the same as everybody else does that players go through good times and they go through bad times. And when you're 22 years old and you know your first major league baseball playoff, heading into a World Series. Yeah, hey, I, I, I think they're looking at the long term rather than just a, a small sample size of 20 at-bats. Yeah, agreed. And let's talk about D.J. LeMayhew. I mean, part of the reason you go to the Yankees, you go to the Red Sox, I mean, I think you include the Dodgers and probably the Astros, and they're the big teams, is, you know, you get noticed because you're mm-hmm. on national television. And D.J. LeMayhew was a nice little player in Colorado. No one ever heard of him, and, you know, no one could pronounce his name. And, Timmy, he became famous over the, over these playoffs. I mean, he batting leadoff and just – I mean, just really killed it over the playoffs. And what about his fantasy value? 26 home runs last year, 109 runs, 102 RBIs. He's first base, second base, third base eligible. But is he, he, he went from 26 home runs, the most home runs he hit before that was 15. Is this a guy who is a product of Yankee Stadium and a juice ball? Or is this a kid who is finally starting that next level of production? Well, you know, if if you look a a little bit deeper into his stats, okay, uh, in 2018, his home run to fly fly ball percentage was 11.1, okay? Uh, This past year, it was 19.3, okay? The percentage of opposite field uh, hits went from 29.6 to 33.7. Danger, Will Robinson. I, I like DJ LeMayhew. I think he's going to be a fine player, but if he hits 15 home runs next year, I'm not going to be shocked. Okay, uh, I think he took advantage of the park, and, and good for him. 
and I think he's a good player. But when I look at the hierarchy at second base, uh, I have him somewhere around ah, six to eight, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you got to read Altuve ahead of him, Whit Merrifield, Ozzie Albies, Glaber Torres, Jonathan VR, probably Ktel Marte, and then you look at Keston, Keston Hira, uh, and toss uh, Lemayhew in somewhere in the above Keston, uh, Keston Hira. I. Again, I, I'm not going to. That's pay interesting, Timmy Keston, Hur or DJ Lemayhu. Who would you rather? You'd rather have Lemayhu. No, I'd rather have Hura, To be honest with you, I would too. I would too. Yeah. I want you know the nine stolen bases. Yeah, you, know, you could be looking at 15, 15, 16 stolen bases next year. I think uh, you're going to look at more power, uh, runs scored, and the batting average. I'll give to Lemayhu, but. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the home runs and the stolen bases from Keston Hira. So, uh, you know, hey, it's good for DJ Lemayhew. He's had a wonderful year, but I'm not expecting I'm not expecting a repeat next year. Yeah, and I think I mean you've been if I if I understand I can't remember what you've told me off the air or on the air, but one of the things that you've talked about is making sure that you get guys that have real power. Um, because there, there are going to be changes to the ball, Timmy, and, and I, I agree with your position that we have to plan for that a little bit. And DJ LeMahieu seems like a guy that has seen an increase in his power because of the juice ball, and I'm with you. If he goes back to 12 to 18 home runs, I would not be at all surprised. Well, you know, how do you explain your you know your home, home run fly, fly ball ratio going from 11-1 to 19-3? That's huge. Yeah. It really is. And if it uh, if it normalizes back into, you know, the 11 to 13 range, what does that do to your uh, home run totals? It yeah. drops them. So uh, I'm, I'm not going to overpay for him. I think he's a nice little player, but there's a few second basemen I'd want above him next year. Yeah, the one thing he does provide to me is two really tough stats to get, and that's batting average or on-base percentage and yep. runs. Those are tough stats to come by. And hitting at the top of the Yankee lineup, he's going to he's going to get on base and he's going to score a lot of runs. Yeah, he is, and he's going to provide you some uh, flexibility as far as your roster is concerned because he's going to be first, second, and third eligible next year. So, hey, it's not that I'm down on him, but I I don't. Uh, there are there are a lot of other second basemen that will provide me with some speed uh, and home runs that I I think I'm going to look at before I. Choose Mr. LeMahieu. I totally agree with you, Timmy. Let's go off to the World Series preview, Timmy. And I, I think it's going to be – it has a chance to be a very, very good World Series. And I think it's it, it feels like it's going to be pitching dominate, which means everything's going to be 11 to 10. That will probably be the score of each game. But it, it <laughs> seems like it is – it might be Manfred's worst nightmare. There could be a lot of low-scoring games here. Well, yeah, when you start looking at the pitching, uh, who has better starting pitching, Rich? Washington or Houston? I don't know. I mean, that's a great question, Timmy. You can, Let's let's yeah. break it down. Scherzer okay. versus Cole. Well, let's, let's give... do it by age. Let's, let's do Scherzer versus uh, Verlander. I think you give it to Verlander, right? Uh, that one, to me, would be basically a coin toss. You know, we've Verlander. Yeah, you know, he's pitched well in the playoffs. I, I won't deny that, but uh, it's a long season. He's got a lot of innings under that arm. Uh, that that one to me is, is a coin toss. Garrett Cole against anybody is Garrett Cole, right? Yeah, so, 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 so <laughs> it's probably going to be. I, I, I screwed up. Tim. It's probably going to be Cole against Cole's pitching game one, and I'm assuming mm-hmm. Scherzer's picking, pitching game one. So it is right. really Cole and Scherzer. So you mm-hmm. take. Cole there. Then it's yeah. Verlander and Strasburg. Who do you take there? I'm going to go with Strasburg, marginally. Really? Yeah. He's been pitching well. Yeah, he has. And uh, Verlander's pitched well as, you know, also, but I, I just, uh, it's been a long season and there's been some home runs resulting in some runs scored. I, I'm going to give a marginal edge to uh, Strasburg. Well, that's interesting, Timmy. If you give us a marginal edge to Strasburg, mm-hmm. and then who does? So then it's Granky versus uh, Corbin. Who do you take there? You got to take Corbin, right? 
Uh, Corbin to me. So I, I think Washington has the better starting pitching. And then is, isn't it Annabelle Sanchez versus a bullpen game? Uh, I would say that's, that's a reasonable uh, expectation. Houston's, you know, hey, your Quide looked very, very good yesterday. Uh, did Josh, Josh James didn't pitch yesterday, I don't think. But he did, yeah, he, he did, Timmy. He, he looked like he was, <laughs> from the amount of sweat pouring off of his face, he was either amped up or nervous as hell. One, or maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, what you're saying is he, he toweled <coughs> down with uh, a whole Holiday Inn's worth of towels at the end of the inning. It, yeah, it, pretty- it, it was 99, and I think he had his eyes closed, because I'm not sure he knew any, I don't think he had an idea where the ball was going. Uh, but you know, you look at Will Harris. Uh, we got to hope that Ryan Presley and his knee is okay. That then you get into then you get into Osuna. I, I, uh, Houston, Houston has a definite edge, I think, when it comes to the bullpen. Okay, but at the same point in time, uh, Daniel Hudson's been getting it done, hasn't he? He has, Timmy, and and you know, I, I I did skip over the whole. Um... Cardinals and Nationals because that that seems like it's been over for weeks. But uh, yeah. my question, my fantasy question, does Daniel yeah. Hudson get signed as a closer as a free agent in 2020? And uh, is he going to be a closer next year? Well, you know, he's going to be 33 in March. Okay, and man, Timmy, I feel it, old. I remember he was coming through the minor leagues. He's 33. Yeah, who did he get trade for? Traded for? At the trade deadline in 2010, Rich, trivia question for you. I uh, know. I know he came up. He came up through Air, with Arizona, right? So he was drafted by no. Arizona. What do you mean? No, no, no. Uh, no, he came up as a member of the Chicago White Sox. He was traded to Arizona in oh. 2010. And for of all the people, this one actually makes sense because nobody has been traded for for more players over his career the than this guy, Edwin Jackson. Edwin Jackson, I'd say Greg, I say Edwin Jackson. Granky's been traded a lot too. Edwin yeah. Jackson, that's pretty funny. Yeah, that's that's how he ended up in Arizona, and all of the trials and tribulations began. But you know, there's not that. I went through and took a look at the bullpens, okay, uh, and teams that could need a bullpen help, okay, and you got Atlanta, Baltimore, Boston. Well, wait, wait, Atlanta's got Melanson, right? He's signed for another year. He was actually pretty good down the stretch. Okay, I'll scratch Atlanta. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Okay, Baltimore, Boston, Colorado, Miami, Pittsburgh, San Fran, Seattle, and Washington. Now, you look at that list of teams, and other than really Boston, is he going to want to go to Pittsburgh or Miami? Oh, they're not going to sign Seattle? them. They're not going to well, sign them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Does, is he going to accept Monopoly money or something? Well, That's all they're going to well, be spending. Yeah. Well, exactly. He's going to be 33 in March. He's going to want to get himself a two- to three-year deal and then head off into retirement. So I really think uh, I really think that he ends up staying in Washington. I think yeah. they'll make him a half-decent offer. I think it's a good situation for him. And, <clears throat> you know, I, I don't – I think in Washington he has the best chance to be a closer right out of the gate. So I, I think things line up favorably for – Daniel Hudson to re-up with Washington next year. All that being said, he'll probably take a deal from Miami, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I kind of like him. Uh, I, I love the Boston name as well, Timmy. That's actually yeah. a very interesting team. Well, yeah. You know, Boston could use a player like Hudson. They can yeah. pitch in the 7th, 8th, and ninth innings, and it would add a lot of depth. But when you start looking at t- contending clubs, there's not a lot of – opportunities to close with contending clubs. Uh, and I, I think uh, that's why I think you'll, uh, you know, Washington, Boston are your best, uh, your best chances. Yeah. The other fantasy question I had on the Cardinals and nationals is Jack Flaherty. I mean, he lost, he pitched pretty well in that mm-hmm. final game, but, or the actually it was game three. I don't even remember. I think it was great game three. Uh, he's a top blank pitcher for next year. Top six. Wow. Um, I've got Cole at one. I've got DeGrom at two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Max Scherzer's turning 36 next July. Justin Verlander's turning 37 in February. 
after that, you've got Flaherty, who just turned 24, and Bueller, who will be 26 next July. I didn't realize Bueller was that old, but Bueller's uh, a full year older than uh, almost two than Jack Flaherty. So, you know, I, I think Cole and DeGrom are one, too. I wouldn't be overly upset if somebody took Flaherty as high as possibly three. Flaherty well, or Bueller? Yeah, Flaherty or Bueller. Would you take? And that's them ahead my of question. Ver- so, if, you, Scherzer. if if yeah, so let's say you want a pitcher, and for some reason it, it's time to pick Timmy and yep. Cole and um, and uh, oh, um, Degrom are off the board, and you got a chance to mm-hmm. pick Flaherty or your buddy Walker Bueller. Who do you take? Flaherty. Really? You you have a poster of Walker Bueller in your house. Yes, I do, but I think Flaherty will pitch 200-plus innings. I'm not quite so convinced. I'm not saying that Flaherty is the better pitcher, but I think Flaherty has the opportunity to post more and better numbers. How does that does that make sense? It does. Uh, so you're believing the second-half breakout. Yes, I am totally <clears throat> believing second-half breakout. I have no problems whatsoever, and I, I think Flaherty is one of the top six in the game. Uh, hey, if you get him at 5-6, I think that's great. If you want to step out and say <clears throat> he's going to have a better year next year than Justin Verlander or Max Scherzer, I can't argue with that right now. Can you? You know, looking at the age and relative youth, uh both Coming Scherzer and, and Verlander scare me a little bit. I mean, Verlander, I, I own him in a league, so I live with the, I don't know how many home runs he gave up, but to right. me, it was it was, it was was a little scary. Um, and Scherzer, the injury bug starting to hit him. He is older. Um, I, I think I go with youth. I think I take both of them before Verlander and Scherzer. Yeah, so, you know, again, I, I, you can't say enough about the quality of years uh, and and careers with Verlander and Scherzer. At some point in time, though, it's it's going to end, okay? And you want to be left holding the bag when it does end. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be next year, but with each year that passes, the odds improve. It will be the next one, right? Correct. I mean, let's take a quick break and let's let Rich take uh, uh, cough a little bit, Timmy. We'll come back. We're going to talk more World Series. Get tense prediction. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This cold really sucks, Tim. Yeah, I can tell your mute button works well, though. I, I, you, I'm assuming you still have both lungs? I, I do, and it's, it's just a tickle. It's just a, a little tiny tickle, and I did a... A podcast yesterday, Timmy. I was really struggling, so I'm getting getting better, getting getting a lot better. So, uh, but anyway, let's let's uh, let's finish up the discussion with the World Series, and we'll finish up our podcast, Timmy, with just these minor league changes, which are pretty fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, short yeah. show today, but um, let's talk about the batters. I mean, I, this is what I think, Timmy. Um, Tanaka was a nightmare for for the um, for the Houston Astros. Off-speed pitches, throws a, a million different angles, million different speeds. I think Scherzer and Strasburg, these, and Corbin to a certain extent, Corbin might give him a little bit more trouble. I, I think the uh, I, I think the Astros hitters are going to be on these guys. Uh, so I'm giving the edge, 
the overall edge to the Astros. I think it looks like it to be pitching dominated. I think people are. I think these bats are going to score more runs than we think. Uh, I think that's entirely possible. But I like that big three in Washington, and I like the combination of the veterans and Howie Howie Kendrick, who's had an amazing postseason. Zimmerman, you throw a couple of the kids in there like Juan Soto. Zimmerman. Uh, you say Zimmerman? Yeah, good old Ryan Zimmerman. I, I would Come nothing. On. I would love to see more than him win a World Series. Uh, that'd be that'd be great. It really would. Yeah, yeah. Juan, uh, Juan Soto and Anthony Rendon. Those, those guys, yeah. those guys can just hit. They can hit on anybody. So, mm-hmm. uh, so. Uh, but I do like the Astros. I I think they they ambush Max Scherzer in this game. Uh it's possible, but I I'm not I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not gonna bet. I'm not gonna bet on. It. I I do think the first game. Uh, hey, you know, I think Houston can pretty much, barring a major catastrophe, <clears throat> they can pants, pencil in two wins, possibly with Cole. After that, uh, the pitching edge I think favors Washington a bit more. So you got Washington in this I'm World going, Series. I'm going Washington in seven. Yeah, I got the Astros in. Five, and ooh, very bullish. I am. Very, I, very. I do. I think. Uh, I think. I. I. I think the Astros are going to hit, and mm-hmm. um, and I'm not. I don't. I don't know if Jordan Alvarez is going to hit, but I. I think <laughs> the Astros are just going to hit, and um, so Mike. So I'm glad we're on opposite ends. That's good, Timmy. Yeah. So we, we have some rooting interests here. So who is your MVP? Juan Soto. I think he has a monster series and powers that offense. For me, it's George Springer. I think he's mm, the catalyst, okay. and uh, that's who I have. Who struggles, Timmy? Justin Verlander. Interesting. Wow. You could argue he's already struggled, correct? You could, yes. He's pitched He's pitched good, but he hasn't pitched Garrett Cole good, or does anybody pitch Garrett Cole good? You know, <laughs> you know he, right now Cole's in the league all of all of his own. But uh, yeah, Verlander hasn't had what I would consider to be an outstanding playoff. Yeah, I mean, but the Yankees are it's, really good, and I mean, he had a mm-hmm. rough first inning, and then he shut him down for mm-hmm. what six, seven innings before he got taken. I think he was seven innings, so he pitched really well. Yeah, no, I. I got to pick somebody, and if I'm picking Washington to win, it's got to be got to be somebody on Houston to struggle. So I'm going to go with the pitching, uh, and I'm going to go with the pitching as well. I'm going to say Scherzer struggles. I'm going to say he gets he gets hit hard. I'm I'm saying that Strasburg's going to get hard. I think that bullpen yeah. just gets 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 hit really hard too. I, I think it's going to be about the hitters of Houston. That is my key to success here. And you've got the keys to success as the uh, pitching of the Nationals. So we'll see, Timmy. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's time that we gave Justin Hughes something to do. Uh, and by the way, I, I met him. Uh, I drove over to Springfield. Uh, he took me out for lunch, and we had a wonderful discussion. Uh, just a great human being. I had a lot of fun with Justin. But I think it's time we put him to work and got our first stake and liquor bed in for the new season. What do you think? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, I got the Astros. You got the Nationals. Yep, sounds perfect. Yeah. Okay, done like dinner. And again, thanks for everything, Justin. It was a great time. I now really let's talk it. a little bit about that because we've got Justin yes. coming on the air in a couple of weeks. It might even be, well, probably not next week, but the week after he's going to do an interview on us. Um, yes. So first of all, Timmy, I, 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 I did not realize that Justin was such a large human being. He's taller than you. And Timmy, you tower over most people. Uh, yeah, he's six five. I'm six three. Uh, we filled a booth. Uh, <laughs> there was, there was no, no problem there at all. And he's also a great, uh, you know, hey, if if his uh, things don't work out with McKee Foods and Little Debbie's, man, they threw three buns at him and he caught all three of them. So uh, totally impressive. Uh, what, what do you what do you mean three buns? What are you, what are you talking about, Timmy? Well, they they have a guy though. They have guys people in this restaurant, Lambert's. Okay, it's uh. It's a really neat place. The food is absolutely awesome. They put enough on my plate to feed a family of four. But they have people running around serving uh, sides. And one guy stands there with a with a can of buns. And if you want a bun, he throws it at you. You're supposed to catch it. 
and he caught all three of them. Justin did. I think it was three, maybe it was four or five. And big appetite, big appetite for the young fellow. But anyway. <laughs> so he's a, he's a, is he a heavy man? No, not at all. I'm I'm heavier than he am. You know, obviously, but he's young, uh, Timmy. That that appetite's yeah. going to turn into fat. We both know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, right now he's he's young and he, and he's aspiring and he's a district sales manager for the company he works for, and he's busy. He's on the go. Yada yada yada. You know, I I probably get tired just thinking about his daily uh, regimen, but uh, no, he, he's he's in good shape. Yeah, good for him. That's fantastic. Yeah. So the big question, Timmy, and and everybody wants to know this: yes. who picked up the check? I thank you very much, Justin. It was greatly appreciated. He uh, and he should pick up the check, Timmy. I mean, after all, you came to see him. Well, yeah. You know what? I was only four hours away. Okay, which in, <laughs> Canadi- which in Canadian time is like hell. That's next door, Rich. Yeah, okay. Well. So, so I had to scoot over, and like I said we have been friends with Justin now for two, three years. He does a great job with the site, uh, and it just wouldn't have been right to have been that close and not stopped in to say hi. So it, it was cool. We talked shop, we talked baseball, we talked life. Uh, good guy. Good, good. And 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 what did you have? Did you have a brownie Sunday there as well, or just a, a normal food? No, I, I had this uh, this chicken sandwich. Okay. Uh, where they managed to stuff, okay, a whole bird basically between two pieces of Texas toast and Jeez. lettuce, and yeah, no, uh, and, and then they only served me like forty pounds of French fries. Uh, wow! Uh, there, there, like I said, there was enough food on my plate for a family of four. And uh, hey, if anybody's ever in, uh, I got to give my plug to Lambert's. Great restaurant, great food in the uh, Springfield area. I'm that- very, very impressed terrific to me let's take a quick break and let's talk some minor league baseball when we get back sounds good it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just thinking of what people are listening to this podcast, and so he caught three or four buns. Yes. Did he catch one of your buns? You, you didn't eat him after he caught it, right? That, that'd be kind uh, of gross. No, no really. Uh, they offered me. Uh, they offered me some, but my ability to catch combined with a diet that. Uh, already has me protruding in the stomach i just decided i just didn't eat any buns oh okay so so all right so 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 wait a minute so so justin ate four buns i think it was only two oh okay well (laughs) you don't want to get him in trouble with his uh, significant other so all right all right that's uh, yeah yeah Yeah, he's got a hearty appetite yeah he did real well like i said he snagged them both out of the air uh good good catch and on top of that that rustling noise you might have heard early was a uh, it was a little Debbie uh, Christmas brownie. He gave me a couple boxes of them. So. Oh, now that's the right call. Now, Justin obviously oh. works for the great Little Debbie Corporation. And uh, <laughs> was it Christmas? Did you say Christmas, uh, Little Debbies? Uh, yes, but they probably won't make uh, the end of the week. Uh, it's very important, okay, to eat these things when they're fresh. Okay, I just didn't want to take it. I don't want to take a chance on them going stale. So uh, both boxes will probably be gone within about four days. <laughs> 
Yeah. One final thing before we get to the minor league changes here, Timmy. So um, I, I think, you know, CC Zabathia was uh, tried to pitch and basically couldn't. They took him off the playoff roster. So his, his career is over. And, and it's an impressive career, Timmy. I mean, Cy Young, Cy Young, 251 wins, 3,093 strikeouts. So he's got 250 wins, 3,000 strikeouts. I think it's a Hall of Fame. I don't know if it's a first ballot Hall of Fame, but it might be close. Yeah, I definitely believe it's a Hall of Fame career. You know, when you start looking at one point in time, we used to measure Hall of Fame for starting pitchers on the 300 wins, 3,000 strikeouts. Uh, you know, you can kiss the the win totals goodbye. You know, in the game that's played today, you're not going to see pitchers are, are very, very, very rarely moving forward with anywhere close to 300 wins. It's just a different game. The 3,000 strikeouts uh, definitely qualifies them, and. I agree. He might not be a first ballot a Hall of Famer. I think it'll be close, but he definitely belongs uh, at Cooperstown. I I totally agree with you. And I I wrote this quote to me. I, mm. I, I I read this somewhere this this past week, and it's uh, Cece Sabathia said his favorite part of pitching was being in the middle of everything, controlling the game, knowing everything revolved around him. And then in quotes. There are th- he said, there are 50,000 people in the Bronx, and that shit don't start until I'm ready. <laughs> That's a great quote, Timmy. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, you, you don't think about, like, all of these these great pitchers who start off the game like, it, you know, it's going to be Garrett Cole, and there's going to be 50,000 people sitting there. There's going to be millions of people watching this World Series game, and it doesn't start until he throws the first pitch. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I, I love that quote. I, I, I think it's absolutely awesome. And it, and it's the truth. And, and the pressure. Can you imagine the pressure, Rich? I know these guys have been pitching in front of crowds, audiences, for their whole lives, basically. But to stand on the mound in front of 50,000 people holding the ball, knowing that you know everybody's eyes and attention is focused on them, that, that's incredible pressure, isn't it? It is, Timmy. I mean, I, I don't have anything comparable to that, but I have spoken in front of, you know, ten thousand plus people, probably more than that, and I've I've played in front of my guitar in front of that level of people as well. And the first time you do it, Timmy, I mean, you literally feel like you're going to pee your pants. I appreciate when I saw Josh James sweating profusely because I have been there. I know exactly the nerves get you. After a while, you 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 do have a chance to block that stuff out. I remember the first time I spoke, and it was at a huge conference, just probably 15,000, 20,000 people. I don't remember anything I said. I'm sure I fumbled over every word. But yeah, after I did it multiple times, you you get in the moment. And it's like you're not talking to anybody. I mean, you do you do get used to it, but the first couple times, Timmy, oh my lord, it is rough. Well, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying because just last week I sat down at Lambert's with Justin Hughes and we went, and we talked baseball. So <laughs> in front of how many people, Timmy? Well, there must have been seventy five of them in there, and they were all watching Justin snag them buns. I tell you, uh, there you go. Let's talk about these minor league changes, Timmy. And they, you know, there's there's uh, gives a background of every everyone. There's a. Uh, <clears throat> professional baseball agreement that's usually signed in a for every 10 years seven to ten years between minor league baseball milb and major league baseball and it comes due in 2021 and the fascinating thing timmy is you and i've talked about this it's been a lot in the press that how much minor league players get paid and it's not much the average minor league player gets paid twelve hundred dollars a month they play for six months out of the year. That's not a lot of money to live off of. And so Major League Baseball has been pressured, and a lot of the teams are going to uh, voluntarily pay more. Now Major League Baseball says they're going to pay more. But you know what, Timmy? They're gonna, you know how they're going to fund that? Well, yeah. their first proposal is to get rid of 25% of the minor league uh, teams that are out there. So if you think that Major League Baseball is doing this for the benefit, for the um, for the good of the game and paying these guys a living wage, that might be part of it, Timmy. But they're not going to pay for it. They're going to cut costs somewhere else. 
Well, exactly. Uh, the draft, they're looking at reducing it from 40 <laughs> to 20 to 25 rounds. Yep. Do the math. How many, how many players won't be getting signed moving forward? I look at this as just, it's just a heavy move. You know what I mean? It's somebody playing the playing the heavy, being in control, and looking at any possible way to generate more revenue from the game, Rich. And you know what? We've seen this same performance, haven't we, with Major League Baseball teams when they go about uh, trying to secure funds for new stadiums, right? It's the same sort of thing, isn't it? It, it is. And there's some good things that can come out of it. Let, let, me, get, let yeah. me run down all the potential rule change not rule changes just structural changes reduce the number of teams from 160 to 120 they would essentially get rid of the short season leagues the northwest league the pioneer league the appy league they would go away and what would be left left are the complex league which are your gcl and azl the low a high a double a and triple a they would restructure the leagues temmy so that and this makes total sense for yep, now, right. fr- do, you, do you know that the Washington Nationals AAA team is in Fresno, California? Yes, uh, I do. They're spread out all over the place. And sometimes there's not a lot of rhyme or reason for it, is there? And they want to bring those closer together. So you'll see teams that used to play in AAA get moved to AA, who might get moved to mm-hmm. high A and low A, and vice versa. And there's values associated with these teams, and they're going to have to figure all that stuff out. But they're trying to geographically orientate these leagues more to where they are, uh, where the major league teams are, which makes it interesting for where I live, Timmy, because North Carolina is kind of sitting in no man's land, and there are probably a dozen minor league teams in North Carolina. The other thing they're trying to do is is to force these minor league organizations to improve their stadiums. And I've been to so many <laughs> stadiums, Timmy, that are absolutely gross. I mean, some mm-hmm. of the California leagues uh, used to be the uh, high high desert that they now close at. I mean, it was a dump, and Lancaster's a dump, and Rancho Cucamonga could use a spruce. And there's just really lo- – lousy leagues in Kannapolis here in North Carolina. That was a dog stadium, probably 40 years old. They just rebuilt it, moved it. So they're going to actually, they believe that they'll get rid of the 25 bottom stadiums and go to the nicer parks and put, put, um, criteria on what those parks have to have, which are video rooms and, uh, hitters, um, workout rooms and, and all that kind of stuff, which I think is good for the game. Yeah, I, I think it's good for the game. How they're going about it is a little little heavy-handed. What do you do? Because most of these minor league teams are owned by private individuals. They're, they're all owned by private individuals, except for the few that are owned by teams, correct? Yeah, so, okay, I just invested, okay, uh, a pile of money in a AAA team. Mm-hmm. Myself and a group of uh, other individuals. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, Major League Baseball is saying, well, you're going to spend a pile of money to have the right to to host that team. And you know what? You know, you're AAA now, but you know what? You might be low A tomorrow. Like, I mean, what do you do as, a, as an investor in minor league baseball and the teams? Well, I mean, uh, this, you, could get, you, this could get fairly ugly. Yeah, they, they could get screwed, Timmy, and they have absolutely no recourse at all because they made that investment. And what they will do is, like, a AAA team is – I think it's valued at $16 million, a double-A team, 12, and it kind of goes down from that. So they will actually, if you move from triple-A to high-A, then they're going to take some of that money away. You'll have to pay that money, which is going to be brutal, and they'll give it to the team that's moving the other way. So that's how they they think uh, they will uh, uh, make it all work. Um, I'm just curious here, Rich. Uh, Are Major League Baseball teams losing money right now? No, but uh, that's part of the reason. I mean, they they own all the cards here, Tim. Because here's what can happen. So they're 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 in this negotiation, and and this is what Major League Baseball wants to do. Now, MILB doesn't have to agree to it, but right. what can Major League Baseball do? Well, you've been to Talking Stick, you've been to Glendale. They're beautiful facilities, and they have tons of backfields. There's absolutely no reason, Timmy, that they don't put these guys up in the hotels. And the the double A team plays on field three, the high A team plays on plays on field four, and blah blah blah, and they all play in the complex, and they could 
and they won't bring in some of the revenue that they might get, but they'll probably save a lot of money. So they hold most of the cards, and every one of these, every Major League Baseball team could in a pinch do without having any minor league affiliates. They could do it all in their complex league. And Timmy, if that happens, I might either either move to Florida for the for the season <laughs> or, or or Arizona for the season because it would be a bonanza from a scouting standpoint. Well, yeah, sure. You could you could stay in you could stay in Phoenix, okay, and catch half the league's minor league system, okay, for the full season, driving yeah. for forty miles, catching two three games a day, and get it done. I, I don't know. I, as being being who I am and, and my personal beliefs, I, I think it's a little heavy handed. Oh, it okay? is. I think it's, it I think totally it's a lot is. heavy. Yeah, it's a lot heavy handed. Okay, <laughs> like yeah, and that sucks. Okay, I, I, I feel for minor league baseball, and you're right. Uh, hey, MLB holds all the cards. If push comes to shove, they could just say, screw you. We're going to do what we want to do, and you can do whatever you want with your stadiums and your teams because they don't exist because there's no players to play in them, correct? That's right. They would Imagine Charlotte, who spent, I think, $75 million on this beautiful stadium that they have. I mean, they could go, well, yeah, you're on your own. Yeah, you do an independent league, <laughs> and they got to go out and acquire players and blah 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 blah, and it, it's just not going to happen. Nobody's going to come to the game. Well, no, and it's much the same. There, there's parks. I've been to the St. Paul Saints Park in Minneapolis, and it's a brand new facility. It's absolutely gorgeous. Indie Bowl. They're talking that maybe they might get a double or triple A team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just. I I don't know. I I, I get you got to make money. But hopefully between MLB and the minor league teams, they come up with some sort of reasonable agreement where, again, I I just feel for these minor league uh, teams, the owners, and I hope they don't get screwed through this deal. But I would say based on what I'm reading initially, I don't feel very confident that uh, that's not going to be the case. Yeah, the people I've talked to, Timmy, is uh, they believe there's going to be radical changes. Nobody believes that 25% of the teams are going to be gone, but they believe that there will be teams that will be uh, eliminated and leagues that will be eliminated. And you could go from 160, you could maybe get rid of 30, go down to mm-hmm. you know 130 as opposed to... But there are going to be some contraction, and uh, and there's going to be a geographical spin on this kind of stuff. Uh, there is there is belief that they put minor league parks where there's population, so people can can do that. So they're not going to the Baltimore Orioles. They're not going to put all four or five affiliates within an hour of of Baltimore. That's just not going to happen, right? But you know yeah. they'll try. They'll try to keep the AAA and AA affiliates, which is the feeders for you know the major league team, within an hour or two of each of the major league cities, and that'll be kind of the compromise. This is the first proposal. It's radical, uh, mm-hmm. but it is all about saving money and paying the, uh, for these salaries to be more and for major league baseball to make more money. Well, yeah, that, that's about bottom line. This is the business of baseball. How many how many players are involved, Rich? When you go from forty rounds to twenty to twenty five rounds, how much bonus money is saved? That's uh, it, huge. Not a whole it's, lot. Not a whole lot because no? those guys in, in rounds twenty twenty beyond only get five thousand, ten thousand dollar bonuses. So they they don't get a whole lot. So that's not a ton yeah. of money. Uh, but okay. what they're going to have is is I've heard is a dream league. So. Let's say you're, uh, you know, a uh, catcher in the University of Connecticut and, you know, you, a guy that might have got drafted in the 30th round. Well, you can try out for almost like the D League that they have in basketball, which is you didn't get drafted. But there's this there's this other league out there that almost like independent ball that you play there. Maybe somebody will discover you and then you can can move in. So that's that's kind of what they're talking about, because a lot of the guys, Timmy, as you know, rounds 21 through 40 used to be 50. Those guys are organizational guys they are there to, you know, to play for a couple of years and then use that to leverage and go be a, uh, you know, a car salesman. I mean, that's what these guys want to do. Well, yeah, and obviously this Dream League, they'll pay them $300 a month and say this is your chance, right? It won't even be that. They won't they they'll, <laughs> they'll be on their own. They're literally it'll be you want to come and play, you come and play, we're not going to pay you. Sweet. 
<laughs> that uh, the the great Tim McLeod and his uh, his uh, Canadian <laughs> heritage that that's uh, that's a problem. So, but anyway, it's it's this is a real real situation. It's got to get resolved in the next year, Timmy, and you're going to hear more and more about this. And we just wanted our listeners to know about it because I think it's fascinating. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the game and the business of baseball is changing. Uh, we've, we've seen it over the past 10 years, and obviously there are going to be more changes. Again, being the humanist, that I, my concern is that uh, you know some, some of these owners uh, – Take it, take it on the chin, and hopefully uh, there will be something in place that is reasonable to all parties concerned as they move forward. That's, yeah, absolutely. That's my concern. Timmy, that's a wrap. Let's get back and let's find out what Tim's having for dinner tonight. What is Tim having for dinner, dinner tonight? Well, Timmy, Timmy, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tease, tease. Okay, oh, okay, sorry. I've got the business news on and there's uh Boris Johnson uh boy he had a rough weekend. <laughs> so <laughs> every time I I see him it looks like he had a rough weekend. It, 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 the dude the like, dude's hair is just a, a wreck to me so but he, he and you've got an election going on tomorrow, right? Yes, we do. Uh, and I I am really not looking forward to what potentially could be the results. So uh, I'll be out casting, casting my vote, doing my bit for de- for democracy. Yeah, you got to vote, Tim. You got to vote. And, got, and, got and vote. for all of our um, American listeners, Timmy, United States listeners, I mean, the, the parliamentary uh, process is much, much different. We, You guys do not vote for a quote-unquote prime minister. You vote for representatives who then form a government and then basically put in the prime minister, right? Yes, the prime minister holds a seat in parliament, just like everybody else. He is the uh, leader of that political party, and then through that becomes the prime minister of the country. Yeah, which is kind of an interesting way to do it. Well, and I think what you're going to see tomorrow, the odds are very high, is you're going to see what's called a minority government in place. Right. Okay, which personally I think is the best possible outcome uh, as compared to a majority government, uh, in a minority situation, you've got to enlist the support of the parties that finish uh, third, fourth, second, third, fourth, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to maintain your standing. Because at any point in time, a motion of non-confidence can be passed on any pending legislation. And if that, in fact, does occur, then you go back to another election. Yep. So you've always got to maintain that majority support. And generally in a minority government, people end up doing the average – the average Joe ends up doing better because nothing overly radical can be passed because, again, you're looking at the potential of an election, right? Cor- correct, Timmy. And, and, but the disadvantage is what we see in England where you know, they're constantly having to reform the government and they can't get any – any majority on what to do with this Brexit. And, you know, so that's, so that's the negative where it just kind of sits in limbo and they've been going about it for over three years and are the end in the European union or out of the European union, but it, it makes it fascinating for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, definitely it's fascinating and I'm looking forward to seeing the results tomorrow. Uh, Unfortunately, Rich, we have uh, in Canada we've we've gone a little bit the American way as far as uh, uh, politics is concerned as of late, and we're seeing a little bit more of the uh, innuendos, fake news, etc. Well, et yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's getting a little bit dirty, uh, even by our standards. It is so bipolarized here, Timmy. I mean, it is remarkable oh. in the United States. I mean, the two party system is is tough because. Either for them or against them. I mean, there is no, there's nobody in the middle anymore, and that's that what makes it tough. But anyway, we're not going to talk about politics because then we get people yeah. turning it off. But big question for you as we we sign off: What's for dinner tonight? Well, I tell you, I I had this wonderful, humongous ribeye steak last night on the Ooh, grill. Oh, really? Oh, All right. Yes, and uh, being a man of uh, foresight, uh, I decided. That I'm not going to. I'm not going to eat all this. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yes. So tonight I am having ribeye wraps. 
with cheese and some tomatoes and a soft taco shell and uh, hey oh interesting so 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 do you do you warm up the the soft taco shell uh yes i do i also warm up the steak melt the cheese it's 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 almost like a work of art or except it's a work of tim Wow, well, that's that, that deserves a, a a a very modest rim shot there, Tim. But uh... <laughs> well, you know, you know, Rich, with uh, just you and Lori, okay? Yeah. It's hard, it's really hard cooking for for one or two people. Yeah. You always end up with leftovers. So when I'm cooking, and you know, hey, I'll make spaghetti sauce, and I'll have pasta, and then the next night I'll take pork chops and I'll cook it in the spaghetti sauce. Yeah. See, so, yeah, you're always sort of trying to recycle things through the old, uh, through the old fridge, and you know, being the you know planner that I am and the organ or organized chef, hey, I'm always planning a couple meals ahead. So tonight, it's what I didn't eat last night in a wrap. Well, uh, I I'm out of food, Timmy. Lori is off visiting a friend in Hickory, North Carolina. She won't be back okay. until tomorrow. So I've got a going to hop in the golf cart and drive over to Sharky's, which is a little mm. restaurant here on the island, and have, yeah, I think, cool. a grilled, grilled piece of grouper, Timmy. I think that's what mm. I'm going to have. Ah, that sounds a little fishy to me, Rich. Yeah, but, hey, very, it grouper's <laughs> wonderful. So, but I don't know. Okay. Usually, fish on a Sunday night might, so I might be sick tomorrow. But that's, uh, I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was going to say, it sounds like a great plan, and you, you can, uh, you can just motor all over, uh, all over town in your golf cart, or oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's great. That. I mean, it's a street legal golf cart. You can't drive on a road. I think it's over 35 miles. So, but you know, all of the island roads you can go on and you go over to the mainland, you go over the big bridge and you just have to cross bigger roads. And, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, I've got little indicators. I got lights. I got, uh, I I even have, uh, it's even got a, um, windshield wiper, but it's a manual windshield wiper. So so you literally, you know, you, you grab on a handle and you, you, you wipe it. It's, it's pretty weird, but, uh, Yeah. Well, it sounds a lot better than one of them scooters, Rich. Stay away from them scooters. Oh, okay? it's, it's, it's great. I'll, I'll take a picture of it and post it out on uh, Twitter or something. Everybody can see my uh, my, my golf cart. So it's uh, it's 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 cool. It's it's very yeah. fun to drive around in. So yeah. Well, you have yourself a wonderful supper and safe driving in your golf cart, Rich. Timmy, it's not supper. It's dinner. I'm having dinner. I'm not having supper. Oh, okay, okay. I'm having supper. That's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, enjoy yeah, your supper, right. Jimmy. Timmy, be well. We'll talk to you next weekend. Sounds good, Rich. Have a good one. Be well. Be well.